It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. It's Bill Rossetti hitting you guys back up here. It is Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018. Glad to have you guys on board, as always. Shout out, of course, to all the longtime listeners of the podcast and to the new followers. Uh, as always, appreciate all the support. Uh, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Uh, go rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. And, you know, let's chat it up. Follow the, the Facebook page. So all that social media good stuff. So let's, uh, let's have some fun. Let's keep having some fun with this podcast, right? We're coming off the bye week. We're getting ready for... Uh, what's obviously going to be a long stretch now, 13 straight weeks of football, or at least 13 straight weeks of football. Hopefully, of course, uh, a little more in terms of getting into the playoffs, but we'll be talking Panthers football for the next 13 weeks at least, so it's going to be exciting to go. As always, of course, Locked on Panthers is sponsored by our buddies over at MyBookie, Vivid Seats, and Loki. So I think the first thing we'll talk about uh, they actually have the transcript up for the Eric Reed introductory press conference. So I'm going to kind of skim through that and go through some kind of interesting notes from the press conference as Eric Reed was officially introduced uh, just recently, just the other day, with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, certainly one of the one of the interesting things, of course, is you know, obviously he was going to, they're going to ask him about the national anthem and things like that. Uh, he kind of kept quiet a, a little bit because he's got his case going, so he really didn't get too much into it because uh, he was actually asked uh, what are his plans for Sunday, assuming he's active, in terms of the national anthem. And he said uh, that's part of his case, so he can't really talk about it because uh, it He's even surprised himself uh, how quickly. Cause, uh, one of the first questions he was asked was, um, you know, was he concerned that this wasn't going to happen? And he f- he said it came faster than we f- than he thought, but he's happy to be playing football again. And yeah, I mean, it, it is certainly a little surprising. I mean, we you know we've we've all talked that uh, that's always made national he- headlines, obviously about the national anthem stuff, and that's why we thought, you know, we were surprised that Eric Reed, in terms of, let me let me start that over a little bit. On the one hand, it was surprising that Eric Reed hadn't signed yet because of how talented he is, but on the other hand, you kind of understood why, or at least if you knew how some of the NFL owners were operating, you knew why Eric Reed was not signed. As it turns out, David Tepper isn't like the other NFL owners, and this signing um, is that to a T. It's, it's a perfect example that he, you know, he goes out and he signs Eric Reed. Again, it, did we expect it this soon? Probably not. So, 
in that sense, I think you can understand where, excuse me, where Eric Reed is coming from in terms of how quickly this all came together. But, you know, like we talked about the day of the signing, the Panthers certainly needed some safety help. You know, he definitely could have used some improvement on guys like Colin Jones and Rashawn Golden. Again, not that those guys are bad, but, you know, they were kind of playing average at best. You could use the certainly a guy like Eric Reed is going to give them that kickstart that they needed. So I'm sh- so certainly that I'm sure played a little bit of, of a factor into that to help drive drive this faster, get get this done a little quicker. So uh, and, and like I said, the, the timing was good because they got him in during the bye week. So he's he's excited. Um, and then he, he, they talked about how or they, they asked him if this is the system that fits his skill set. And he said it was a good first day. He's familiar with coverages. Uh, he said they use some of the terminology he used in college, so that's that certainly helps. So, so in that sense too, it's just going to make things uh, really easy for him to really get acclimated. Again, the extra time is certainly going to help. So uh, you, you have to you have to feel confident. Yeah, you have to feel really good right now with Eric Reed in this defense. Uh, he was then asked about Torrey Smith, who, of course, talked about Eric, uh, Eric Reed, and uh, in in terms of hearing what Torrey Smith said about him, Reed said we played together. He was a teammate of mine in San Francisco. I appreciate his kind words. Uh, and then they got up to the a little bit into his case because uh, they went back to how quickly this happened. They asked about the process, and he said. Uh, those circumstances have to do with my case, and so you'd have to talk to my lawyer about it. So, uh, so there's obviously some stuff there that he's still going through from a legal perspective. Uh, I don't remember offhand if he has any kind of case. I can't, I can't, can't remember if I, offhand if he has a collusion case. Obviously, we know Colin Kaepernick does, but I don't remember offhand if Eric Reed does. But obviously, he has something going on legally that he can't. Um, that he can't really disclose. Uh, it also said they said it sounded like you, you had at least one other t- one other team interested. And so they asked why Carolina, and he said they had a better offer. And Eric Reed confirmed that that other team was his former team, the 49ers. And they were the only two teams to offer him. So it was down to the 49ers and the Panthers. And like you said, the Panthers simply had a better offer. So the Panthers uh, Panthers got the deal done, essentially. And they, sent, they in a way, won the Eric Reed jackpot. Uh, he was asked, can you give people who might not be as familiar with the things you've been doing in the community a look at some of the projects you've done, some of the charity work you've done, and some of the things you've partnered with? And Eric Reed said, quote, my main goal is to empower my people. Colin Kaepernick and I have done numerous events in the community. Recently, we went to the Lower East Side Girls Club in Harlem, which was a powerful experience because I have two daughters. And to see the program that they have in place for the youth in the inner city is just amazing. It's very powerful. So our goal is to use our platform to empower our people and to not only open the door for us, but to build our own building and have our own door. So we want to encourage our people to be strong. 
and you talked a little bit too about the uh, the players coalition got into uh, got into detail about that and then they got back into football just him trying to get into playing shape and just hoping to you know get his conditioning up help the team you know classic player speak right there but uh Sounds like he had, he had a good day. The first day he had about 60% of the snaps on defense. So that's a solid start for sure. Uh, he was asked about how he said he wouldn't be protesting this year if he played in 2018. Is that still the case or has he changed his mind? And he said he's still considering other ways. So, you know, we'll see. Obviously, you know, with, with Sunday being his first game with the Panthers... Clearly, it's not going to be just his play on the field. They're going to be looking at what he's doing off the field, namely before the game, during the national anthem. Likely, you know, for one, whether or not he'll be on the field. Uh, like for example, I know I know for one, Michael Bennett of the Eagles was actually in the locker room during the national anthem on Sunday against the Titans. So. You know, again, it, it's yeah. You know, I don't want I don't want to get too political, so I'll I'll just leave it at that. That that'll be one of the stories pregame for the Panthers is what Eric Reed does during the national anthem, and we will leave it at that. Uh, he was asked, did the Panthers ask you what your plans would be from a protest type standpoint? He said, not before I signed, but I've talked to a couple people about it. As I said, I'm still evaluating the scope of our country, and I'll make that decision later. Uh, and then he said he has not met yet with David Tepper. And then kind of back to football. He says uh, he considers himself among the best safeties in the NFL, but he also said he's excited to work with Dante Jackson because he did go to a great school. I mean, obviously, you know, doesn't take much to figure that out you got to pick because obviously uh, Eric Reed went to the same school as Dante Jackson they both came from LSU so certainly uh, he's going to give a shout out to his fellow Bayou Bengal but uh, you know good to see him show a little bit of show a little bit of love to his fellow defensive back now uh, and then he talked about some of the veterans and said, uh, you know, he's excited to play with a lot of the veterans. Said it reminds him of his rookie year in San Francisco when he had guys like Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman, Alden Smith, Justin Smith, Ahmad Brooks, Ray McDonald. Uh, so he's happy to uh, – he said he's excited to be – excited to play with some of these veterans like Julius Peppers, like uh, Captain Munnerlyn. Uh, he was he was asked. Captain Munnerlin said you looked bigger in person. Did you have that in, in discussion, or did you have that discussion? He said, Yeah, I get that. Coming out of high school, all the scouts told me I would be a linebacker. They said that 100%. But I've always been a bigger safety. Uh, he's then talked real quick about Kaepernick, and then asked if there's a learning curve switching from a three-four to a 4-3 he said it's similar which I mean when it comes when it comes to the secondary there's really not much of a change between a 3-4 and a 4-3 that's obviously more 
front seven stuff, and he he brought up a good point. Cover four is always cover four. Cover three is always cover three. I mean, so when it, when it comes to base defenses like that, whether it's a 3-4, 4-3, or even your sub packages, you're not really changing much in terms of uh, coverages in the backfield and things like that. So it's I, I can't imagine there's going to be too much of a learning curve because, of course, when you played in San Francisco, I mean, San Francisco still runs it now. Uh, a bit of a 3-4, a and now he'll come to a 4-3. But, again, it's hard to see him really needing to change too much, if really anything at all. Uh, and then, real quick, before we move on, I uh, said he spent a little bit of time the other day with Mike Adams. Uh Dante Jackson said you have the best hands in the secondary. He said, without a doubt, no question. Uh, he dropped two today, so I'll just leave that out there. And then he talked more about Dante Jackson saying he's good. He can be great. He just has to work and keep working. And kind of addressed, or they kind of asked him the question, do you think signing here will open the door for opportunities for Colin Kaepernick in the NFL again? He simply said, we'll see. And then, uh, you know, a few more questions kind of about the scope of the country. But overall, Eric Reed looks like he's very excited to uh, get going here with the Panthers. So, and I, I, for one, am excited as well to see him in action, as I'm sure the rest of Panthers Nation is excited because, again, it really, it's really a position of need. It's a very exciting time. For the Panthers, you know, sitting at two and one, and you can argue they got, you know, you could say they they upgraded the biggest need on this defense, maybe on this entire team, and uh, they're ready to go now for the long haul. So before I move on, I want to thank a couple of our great sponsors. First, I want to give a shout out to Vivid Seats. Uh, great online, great online uh, ticket website that gives you a chance to you know search for your favorite concerts, sporting events, things like that, uh, and save yourself a little bit of money. Uh, Vivid Seats online ticket event marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. They help fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater, and more. They offer great prices and an easy purchasing experience. So, new customers, listen up. Use Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. And when you do that, enter the promo code LOCKEDON to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Hey, listen, you know, we all want to... We all love a, a night. We all love a night out. Excuse me. You know, we all want to be with friends, catch the latest uh, music hits, see our favorite guys in concert, whatever the case may be. So again, here's your chance to do all that and save yourself a little bit of money. So again, go to the app, Apple Store or Google, the Google Store or Google Play. Uh, and again, this is for new customers only. Use the promo code Locked On. And get $20 off orders of $200 or more. 
Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. And also I want to thank our buddies over at my bookie. Like I always say, guys, it's it's always tough for me to tell you who's going to win. I always give you uh, my best shots at who's going to win, but it's obviously never easy. But as you guys know, you guys can lay, lay some money down and try to win big yourself if you think you know who's going to win. So go to my bookie today because they have uh, great reviews online. They have a very easy nav a very easy site to navigate. And as far as uh, in-game stuff, they've got live betting, and you can bet during the game, and you can bet over-unders on fantasy points, and they've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. So listen up, guys. My bookie is slammed with new bettors, and they want to give everyone the best service possible. So if you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits over $100. So join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar by using the promo code locked on when creating your account to activate your offer. So that's M Y B O O K I E. Create your account, use the promo code locked on, and claim up to $1,000 in free play. And if you hold it, if you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 in free play by using the promo code locked on 25. Again, that's locked on 25 after 7 p.m. to get an extra $25 in free play. I don't know about you guys, but I think I'd have dinner first and then go to my bookie, sign up, and get $25 free. That's just me. My bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Uh, so real quick, too, I also want to mention, I uh, kind of missed this yesterday, too. Uh, the newest member of the Carolina Panthers, another new offensive lineman, Marshall Newhouse. Kind of kind of missed this uh, the other day, so my apologies. But that's right, the Panthers did acquire Marshall Newhouse in a trade from the Bills back on September 25th to certainly add a little bit more depth to an offensive line that has been playing well. Like, listen, you know, we've had question marks about the Panthers offensive line but through three games they have not played well i mean chris clark has really stepped up very quickly in his short time with the panthers uh he's played well at left tackle and then you know taylor moton we know he's been playing well all season long uh week one at left tackle and then the last two games at right tackle uh newhouse you know adding a little bit of depth he has been rocky though you know he, he's lately been uh very so-so at best, uh, and you know he's bounced around the league a little bit too. This will actually be his sixth team uh, since joining, since being drafted in 2010. Uh, spent last season with the Raiders. Actually started 14 games with the Raiders, and then was released in March. Signed with Buffalo, and then of course has recently. You know, just recently was traded to the Panthers, was drafted by the Packers, and has also played with the Bengals and the Giants. So, you know, again, he, he's been very up and down, but it's not like we're looking for Newhouse to step in and be a starter. Uh, if he has to be a starter, then something will have gone 
very awry in Carolina. But again, luckily it's only depth purposes, and you know it, it wouldn't be surprising if it's one of the linemen that get cut when Matt Khalil comes off IR in, uh, I believe it would be week 10. Since I'll have missed, yeah, since that, that'll be eight game, that'll be the ninth game for the Panthers, so that'll be the one that he's eligible to play. It may not be a lineman, it could be another position, but at least this is just keeping the ball to float behind the starters until uh, Matt Khalil and Darrell Williams come back. So, um, it, you know, just wanted to mention that real quick about Newhouse and mention the, uh, the trade, I believe it was just a uh, a late round pick in 2019 going to Buffalo. I mean, it's not, it's not like you're sending much for someone of Newhouse's caliber. So, so that's kind of a quick summary of the little bit of roster news in the last couple days as well. So again, Marshall Newhouse. Essentially now a journeyman. Uh, six teams now in about eight years. Uh, so we'll see how long he sticks with the Panthers. Probably not long, but uh, for the time being, he is with the Panthers. So with that being said, we want to thank. Uh, want to take one quick moment too to thank one more sponsor here at the Locked On Panthers podcast, and that's our friends over at Loki. Uh, this. Hey guys, need a little extra swag for game day? Well, Loki has got your back with their brand new game day collection. If you haven't heard that name before, well, you have now. This company is amazing, and I've been rocking their bracelets for a while now, and I'll tell you guys, they are fantastic. They're very comfortable. Uh, it's a very comfortable, fun bracelet, and it has a great message, too, and supports great causes. Uh, these bracelets come in your team's colors. So for the Panthers, you've got the blue, the black, the white. Uh, it, so it's a, it even has a little piece on the bracelet with the Panthers logo. So it's a, a really neat bracelet. And the bracelet itself also holds water from Mount Everest, which is the highest point on Earth, and mud from the Dead Sea, which is the lowest point on Earth. It's a daily reminder to keep balance in life between the highs and the lows. And I usually... I'm always usually wearing bracelets at work, and I just, you know, now that I have this one, I've been wearing this one, and like I said, I, I love it. it. It's very fun. Again, it has an, a great message, and for for someone like me that really needs a reminder to balance my life with a lot of the stuff that I have going on, this bracelet really is a a really neat thing to wear. And you guys can get this bracelet as well for yourself if you want to. Again, they have their brand new game day collection, and you can get 25% off all game day collection bracelets when you use the promo code PANTHERS25 when checking out. So again, visit LOKI, that's L-O-K-A-I dot com, and use the promo code PANTHERS25, P-A-N-T-H-E-R-S-2-5. And you can get 25% off all game day collection bracelets. And they have just about every team in all the professional leagues. But certainly uh, for the Panthers listeners, again, it's a 
a real neat blue, black, and white bracelet with the Panthers logo on it. So go check them out. They're great bracelets, and they support great causes too. So that's Lokai, L-O-K-A-I. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So so one last story I want to get into before we get out of here, and it's a really neat story. It's a very... uh... Very uplifting story, as it were. Very positive that seeing what the Panthers are doing to help when it comes to mental illness. And that is they hired a new director of player wellness, Tish Guerin, 35 years old, hired by the Panthers as their director of player wellness, which makes her one of the first in-house psychological clinicians if I'm saying that correctly, uh, in the NFL. And, you know, they're, the Panthers are also doing a little bit more in general in terms of awareness for uh, ment- the mental health of players. You know, because it, it's something you're really seeing more people become aware of and something that's just bring being brought to life a lot more, uh, not not just in sports, but really in general. And that, of course, is, you know, the, is dealing with mental illness. And, you know, I'll be honest, this, and I haven't really opened, opened up about this quite often, but this is a story that kind of hits home a little bit to me because I, I deal with depression myself as well. And, you know, maybe one day I'll, I'll share my whole story. I'm, I'm not ready to just yet, but there are times that I definitely battle my own head. I battle, you know, just feeling upset, feeling worthless, things like that. So it's it, it gets tough. So seeing that the Panthers are really investing time and resources into something like this is not just good for the community, but for me personally, it it feels good too because you know it's it's always a constant reminder that you know you, you're not alone. You know, there's always people to talk to, so it's it's good that you know I'm, I'm really excited, like I said, to see the Panthers do something like this. Uh, hopefully, it encourages more players to kind of speak out and you've seen players speak out too uh, over time you know obviously it's not easy like I said I'm not ready yet to share my whole story but you know maybe one day I will but now's not the time but you know I am just willing to say that I have dealt with um, mental illness you know not not um, you know I haven't seen a doctor or anything like that but just times that i like I said, just battle my own thoughts, battle having a lot of things going through my head. So 
Uh, again, so again, uh, you know, really need to see the players willing to open up and allow the community to open up. So, you know, especially since uh, some members of the Panthers have dealt with things like that. You know, uh, Tory, you know, especially a guy like Tory Smith. Who uh, who watched? Who dealt with his brother being killed in a motorcycle accident six years ago, and it's it stressed him out. So so it just goes to show you that even these big time NFL players are humans as well, and you know we we have to we have to understand that we have to realize that these are players. Whether they're putting their bodies at risk, you know, in terms of the Earl Thomas or the Tyler Eifert situations, or they're battling their own demons and they're battling stress, things like that. We do have to realize that at the end, these are humans and we have to respect that. You know, we can cheer, cheer the teams all we want, you know, and be excited, you know, essentially live and die with our teams but the bottom line is these are human beings and they are playing a game and they have other things in life that they deal with besides what they do on the field 16 weeks out of the year. So kudos, kudos to the Panthers for reaching out and bringing in a person to have in-house to help out these players. So with that note, uh, I think we'll wrap things up here. Uh, as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Remember to hit me up on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on Google and Apple, wherever you get your podcast listening pleasure. Tomorrow, of course, it is Crossover Wednesday. We will be getting back into that as I will be chatting with Patricia and Ed of Locked on Giants to get ready, get you guys ready for Sunday's battle between the Carolina Panthers and the New York Giants. So stay tuned for that. But until next time, Bill Rossetti saying thanks so much for listening and take care. We'll see you next time right here on L.O.P. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.